I've, I've been a Kaiser member for 45 years. Last month, um, I came in uh, with chest pain uh, to Manteca, and um, after they kept me for, I don't remember if it was 8, 10, 12 hours, I don't know how long it was, uh, they said I had to be transferred to Modesto. One of the big surprises was they said, oh, by the way, um, we can do the angiogram, but if you need anything more, we have to transfer you after we do the angiogram. That was really scary also, very scary. I did need a stent, so obviously I had a 90% blockage. The reason why we moved from Alameda down here was because Manteca had a, what we thought at the time was a full functioning hospital. And whether they perform a test to, uh, to determine what's wrong with you, the end result, you should only go to one place. So Casey, we just listened to a clip provided to us by the California Nurses Association in which Kaiser Permanente appears to be systematically closing the Manteca California Acute Care Facility. Yikes. And just this week, registered nurses and locally elected officials held a press conference followed by a community forum to protest Kaiser's decision to close yet another facility, the inpatient pediatrics unit in its Hayward, California facility on November 17th. The unit serves over 1,000 families a year, and more than 100,000 children in the Tri-City area receive health care from Kaiser Permanente. Kaiser is building a nearby hospital in San Leandro, slated to replace much of the Hayward facility, yet has made no plans to include an inpatient pediatrics unit. So at a time when the HMO is expected to gain many new members as the Affordable Care Act goes into effect, their new care model is making it more difficult for patients to be admitted. Instead, Kaiser's just sending patients home or to other settings when they should still be in the hospital. For more on this, let's introduce RN Katie Donahue. Kathy Donahue, excuse me. Kathy, welcome to Nurse Talk, and tell us what's going on here. Let's start with what's happening in Hayward. Hi, uh, this is Kathy, and what's going on in Hayward is actually really um, a blow to our members and the community. By the closure of the pediatric unit in Hayward, that means that those families are going to have to travel to Oakland to receive the care that they need. Um, this is probably being done under the guise of the ACA and the movement of having more patient care done outsourced rather than in their local in-source hospital. But Kathy, I got to ask you, because if they're billing this as part of Obamacare, certainly they had to have this in the works far before Obamacare came into play, did they not? Oh, you're absolutely right. There's no doubt about it that, um, you know, Kaiser was an integral part of Obamacare. Yes. And it has been the plan all along to um, close the the so-called non-profit-making units. Mm. So if you, they're, what they're quoting yesterday is saying an average daily census of four of pediatrics. And they're saying to the community, this is the management of Kaiser saying to the community, that's really not enough to sustain it. Now, how... How insulting is that? Pretty so when these families now have to take their children far more miles to get care, and it could be an urgent care that could be done right there in that facility. It could be an asthmatic attack that will put their child in danger to travel to Oakland. Mm -hmm. um, yet it's not a profit-making uh, hospital for them, unit for them. Gotcha. Yeah, and so, Kathy, here's a quote from a recent press release from Cal Nurses. The ACA, for which Kaiser is a leading industry model, accelerates this trend, which is referring these patients home to other facilities, 
by providing financial incentives for providers to limit formal hospital admissions. As part of that shift away from hospital care, Kaiser has been reducing inpatient hospital services and RN staffing in its hospitals. Notably, RNs and residents of Manteca have recently been protesting the escalating reduction of vital patient services at their Kaiser facility, forcing patients to travel to Modesto or Stockton. Talk about adding insult to injury. You're sick Modesto and you got to go to Stockton. Really, it's kind of bad. So to give us your thoughts about this, you've talked a little bit about having to drive these far distances, but this affects health outcomes, yes? Oh, absolutely. It will affect health outcomes. Um, so particularly in Manteca, now that you bring that up, they have ambulances waiting near their emergency rooms to transport those patients who really need the care to Modesto and rather than providing the care right there where it could be done in the first place. Right. Kaiser is a model that used to be one of preventative care and caring for their members so they wouldn't get ill. And it is now, um, I believe, a model that prevents care. Well, and, and Kaiser likes preventative care because preventative care saves money. And so Correct. let's, you know, let's get that out there as well on a national scale, re, you know, shifting our services to a primary primary care model. If you think that doesn't work, Kaiser wouldn't be doing it if it didn't save money. So I think Absolutely. in a lot of cases it is effective. But nonetheless, you have people that need urgent services. Kids are more vulnerable and we need to serve them at the point of care. And preventative care for children. So, you know, I, I can understand why Kaiser is doing this because let's be real, most of the kids that end up in the hospital have some serious life-threatening illness yeah. and it's costly. And most insurance companies cap that insurance. Well, that's one thing Obamacare is going to cut out. So for these parents who have sick kids, no longer can any health insurance cap it. And usually it's capped at about a half mil or a mil. Well, if you know how expensive it is to be in an ICU, which a lot of kids need when they have some kind of a terminal illness, this is why they want to cut these services because it's not beneficial. They can't really make money, which is kind of a sad thing. This is why we've always wanted to go to like a single payer, because really, do we want profits in medicine? Do you really want some bean counter when you come into that ER going, oh, yeah, that looks pretty bad, but guess what? Not going to make us any money. So, Kathy, what do you have to say about that? Well, what we're seeing in our facility, I'm sure every facility is seeing this, is that patients are coming into the ER and not being admitted. They're being denied yes. their care. And it's taking, you know, two, three, four visits to the ER before they um, get an actual admission. Um, and it's quite frightening. You know, recently there was a, a patient who had a, um, a life-threatening heart ailment that took three times for admission. Once the diagnosis was made, they were ready to, quote, fix it and discharge the patient within 24 hours. Wow. without acknowledging the other um, morbidities that the patient had as well. That's so bad. So what's being done to deter this pattern of reducing facilities at Kaiser, and is this being done at other major hospital chains? So the nurses at all the Kaiser facilities are outraged at how our patients, because we take this personally, these are our patients, the members are our patients. Yes. We are outraged at how they are being treated. And we are going into the communities and educating the community members about um, about the future with Kaiser. And we want them to be just well educated to make sure that they are making the best judgments and that they will receive the best care that they need. Will they provide, so when they're talking about Manteca and moving children who are sick down to 
Oakland, are they providing any kind of transportation services for the parents? Because a lot of times that's an issue. Not to my knowledge. Um, Which is really sad because if you have a sick kid, the bulk of your money and time is going into paying for whatever Kaiser doesn't pay for and taking care of that child at home. And so they don't have a luxury car. They they oftentimes don't have a car at all. So to have to take buses... The other thing that um, needs to be considered is that might not be their only child. They yes. might have other children at home that needs caring for as well, um, maybe not medically, but just to be cared for as a family unit. They may have um, other family members in their house that they need to be cared for. So to add on top of this, like you say, traveling the distance from um, the Hayward area or Tri-City area over to Oakland, the time, the gas, as the gas is ever expensive, mm-hmm. is, is such a burden on our patients that it is not something that we as nurses are readily agreeing to and we are really fighting to stop this from happening. Well, and the important thing to remember, too, for all those folks out there, such as myself, who, who don't have children, this affects all of us because they're going to start with something like pediatrics. And if you think your service is safe, uh, don't count on it. Because if, right. if you have any kind of illness that isn't one of the top five or ten, let's be real. If there's not a lot of money to be made, they're not going to do a lot of services. And I don't think that this is just Kaiser because, you know, I kind of am a Kaiser supporter. I like their model. Um, but I think that hospital chains all over are, are doing this. Oh, I, I would agree with you. Um, I can only speak for Kaiser because I am a Kaiser uh, employee, mm-hmm. and I know that they have actually uh, given us lectures on the future of healthcare being in the home versus the hospital. And I would assume uh, that that's going on in our sister facilities that are non-Kaiser as well. So, Kathy, what are the nurses doing about this specifically? Is there something that people in the community can do to organize and help stop this? Well, Manteca is having had many events and it's going to continue having events. They will be having town halls. They're reaching out to the members of the community. Um, on November 4th, they're going to have a, another action where they're going to bring um, where seniors and nurses are going to be coming to Kaiser uh, and, and talking about really that th- this is a generation that was born in Kaiser raise their families in Kaiser yes. and want to have Kaiser care for the rest of their life. And if they are living in communities such as Manteca, where a lot of them have gone to retire, how that's going to impact their life is what the story that needs to be told. Um, we will be continuing having rallies. We will continue to be um, letting the media know, letting the community know. We will continue to have um, safe staffing days where we educate the public on what's really going on behind the scenes. Where can people find out more about this topic? I do want to point before you give your answer to www.nnu.org and nursetalksite.com because of both of those sites you can find out information. Is there anywhere else, Kathy, where people can find out about this? You said the best two places. Great, great. Kathy, I I just want to say this is so disheartening. Have you worked for Kaiser for a long time? 18 years. Wow. And are you a pediatric nurse? I am a maternity nurse, so ah. I, I work with the newborns. Um, and I have to say, Kaiser Oakland, and I think this is happening other Kaisers as well, the pediatric population above the age of 13 
is now frequently being admitted to adult beds. Now, that is completely wow. within the law. It is okay. But it hasn't been something that we've done in the past. And I just think about on a daily basis that I'm thankful that my children are not in that age range because I could not imagine having a sick child on an adult floor. Yeah. I, I, I just got to say, as a nurse, I know we're kind of up against the clock, but that's really scary for me as a nurse because I've done adult care all my life. If I had to go in and take care of a 13- or 14-year-old, that would freak me out. For people, <laughs> yeah. for people to understand, medications are different, everything's different. But, you, you know, Kathy, I just want to thank you for your time with us today, but also for your time as a nurse and yeah. your service about being politically active because I think it's so important important for nurses out there to get their voice out there and to make their voices heard. So thank you so much. Thank you, Shane and Casey. Yeah, thanks. Take care. Appreciate Take your care. time. We'll be right back with more Nurse Talk to Come. Don't go away. Mm-hmm. 